0: You guys like wearing clothes, right? All right, cool. I was just checking. Hoopstatestore.com. We have some Hoopstates clothes for you. Some little merch. Nothing too crazy. You know, nice hoodies with the cardinal on it. The State Bird long sleeve t-shirts with the same design. We got the area code t-shirts. We want everyone to rep their code. The first area code to sell out of their t-shirts gets a special edition shirt made just for them. You don't want that, right? You want a special edition t-shirt, right? Well rep your code. Buy them. Buy them all for all I care. I want everyone to make sure that they have everyone everything locked in. In the merchandise department. So be sure to do that. HoopstateStore.com, hoopstateStore.com. And in case you didn't hear me the first two times, hoopstateStore.com. There is a whole lot going on with the Hoopstate Network, and I want to make sure each and every one of you are completely locked in with everything we have going on. Simple. Go to YouTube, type in Hoopstate Network, hit subscribe. Go to Twitter, type in at the Hoopstate, follow. Go to Instagram, type in Hoopstate Network, follow. It's really that simple. Spotify, Hoopstate Network, subscribe. Everything we have going on is going to be in that circle. We're going to be tweeting out articles from our website, tweeting out the pay-per-view stream links, merchandise, all that good stuff, videos, articles, everything you could ever imagine. It's under those umbrellas right there. So be sure to follow all those accounts, subscribe to whatever you need to, and be sure to stay locked in with everything we have going on throughout the rest of the year and throughout all of eternity. Don't ever unfollow. Follow. Don't ever unfollow. It's real simple. We'll see y'all soon. With my friends go, you was simple when there is no switch the tempo, I got right, I got a heart, I'm gonna die, I'm gonna fight, I go down, bet I strike, I go hard day and night, yeah. This
1: is Tyler Lewis here with the Lewis Brother Podcast. We have some special games this week, starting off tomorrow night with late Norman Christian versus Combine Academy. Kobe, what do you think of that game?
2: You know, it's the game that everybody's been, you know, ex, you know, highly anticipated matchup of the season, you know, Combine 18-3. and three. Uh, Lake Norman Christian, uh, seventeen and five. They're playing uh, Monday night. Uh, probably be eighteen and five going into the game on Tuesday night. Uh, you know, everybody's, you know, everybody wants to see this matchup between Rob and Mikey, and I think it's going to be really fun to see. Uh, you know, both of them are just you know, such special talents, and they're, they both can impact the game and, and really take over. Uh, and we've seen both of them have really big games this year, so that's going to be really fun. Uh, to watch, but I, I'm also really excited to see some of the other guys on the court. I mean, you know, everyone talks about those two guys with those two teams. Um, and to me, in my opinion, it's like there's so many other guys that are, high, you know, high-quality players, and there's so many other Division One level talents on each team. Um, both of them are really good teams. Uh, Lake Norman Christian's been playing really well lately. Uh, we saw Combine the other day um against the burlington school they look really good defensively they just pressure guys they have a lot of guys and they rotate in and out and they they make it difficult they try to wear people down so that's that's going to be a fun one to watch really excited for that uh what's your kind of what are some of the things you kind of expect to see tomorrow night
1: i I think the one thing and one player that people aren't talking about quite as much and he's had an awesome year is trey green in that 2023 class um just knowing that, you know, there's the two twenty twenty three s guys that they're all talking about is Mikey and Rob. And I think people are kind of giving him the cold shoulder. But, I mean, he's cold-blooded. I mean, <laughs> he, he, he has ice in his veins. He's the one that hits big shots for them. He steps up in the big moments. And, honestly, the game's on the line out of anybody out there. Like, I would put my money on him hitting the shot if I was a betting man.
2: Um, I mean what he he hit the he hit the game winner at victory last week. Turn around another game. And then he hit the one this weekend versus Ipsy. And, you know he just he has a way to he always finds a way to make big time plays. You know, and also, you know, you speak of the twenty twenty three guys, the addition of Kennard back at Combine, Kennard Davis, you know, for Combine is I think will be really big for them. You know, he might be a smaller guard. I mean But he defends, man five team he he locks up he's probably one of the better on ball defenders i've seen i mean he does an incredible job he 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 plays with his hands out you know a lot of times you 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 try to teach kids and a lot of them you know to get their arms out wide and play with their arms out and their chest you know if you hit the if you if the guy's dribbling and you take it in the chest and you hit him right there you're usually not going to get called for that a lot of guys like that put their you know their forearm on their guy and arm bar and brace themselves but that's where they pick up fouls and Canard did an inc- he was really impressive uh, the other day in the, the Burlington school game. I mean, he only he finished the game with five points, two steals, two assists. But I thought he he did a really good job on Jamari Thomas when he was in the game. I mean, he would pick him up and he forces guys to to turn you know turn their direction, bringing it up the court, and it makes it difficult for teams to initiate offense when a guy like him is pressuring the ball. Uh, so i sure. think he's gonna he's gonna have i think he could have, he could be one of these guys that has a really big night for them that you know kind of flies on the radar and people aren't expecting to he he's the type of player that like i feel like is
1: a Jeff McGinnis type player on his team oh, yeah. like someone who defends really well someone who just competes he's, he's he's willing to be coached hard he doesn't care if you cuss him out he doesn't care if you coach him like he he's just the type of player that just goes balls to the wall he has good energy. He has bring good enthusiasm. He's going to compete every single possession, and I think yeah. that's why um, he's such a big pickup for combine because he brings that toughness that um, Jeff loves.
2: Yeah, I mean, you know you got those guys, and then also some guys that you kind of that I'm ex- I'm excited to watch go against one another. The two AJs. You got AJ Smith for combine. AJ Allen's back for Lake Norman Christian. Um, Allen's back going to Army, uh, obviously A.J. Smith's a junior. Um, But both of them have had such a great year for – I mean, for both of their teams. Uh, I think A.J. is – you know, after last year at Hickory Grove, he was scoring a whole lot of points, and he transferred to Combine. And obviously, with Combine, their depth is just what makes them so good. They got 13, 14, 15 guys that he rotates in and out. And the thing about their team – is a lot of guys might not might not have the statistics that they had in here, you know, the year prior before they ended up going to combine, but and playing for Jeff, but their sacrifice for the team and, and willingness to do that and buy into that mentality, that's what makes them a special group. Um, and I think as the seasons progress, AJ Smith has just really came into his zone. He's playing really good. He's so aggressive, so strong and physical. He attacks the basket really well he gets fouled, he gets to the line, and then he he rebounds on both ends. And the same thing for, you know, A.J. for Lake Norman. Uh, he makes big shots. He, he He's strong. He's physical. He guards. Uh, he just does so many things, has a, such a high basketball IQ. And he's been, like, one of the – he's been one of the guys who's been really consistent throughout the year uh, for Lake Norman Christian. And then you got the – you know, you got the rest of the guys. I mean, the big man matchup with – um, Jonathan Curtis and um, Patrick Wessler is going to be interesting to see. Both of them are big, skilled guys. Um, and then you know, also you have the other guys that are on um, combine. Whether it's Jaquori Owens, Amari Ambaud, Rick McKay, Grant, they're so athletic, they're so active and long. And then you also have um, Joyful Hawkins and Riley Allen's back. So those big, you know, those guys are going to be. It's going to be fun to watch. There's there's a lot of big-time players on the court, and, and it's something that we've all been waiting for all season to see. And it's going to be I – mean, I think it's going to live up to the hype for sure.
1: I, I definitely agree. It kind of gives us a um, like a pregame to the Hoop State Championship down down the line. Mm-hmm, well, for sure. Being able to see these two teams go at it at this point in the season. I mean, everyone's halfway through their season. I know late Norman had a coaching change midway through the year, and their coach right now has done a phenomenal job with that group. I mean, he's – th- I think he's turning turning things around right there in the right path, and he's doing an awesome job. Yeah. Another
2: so, – you know, we talked about that game, but I think another big matchup Tuesday night that's kind of flying under the radar is Carmel at the Burlington School. Um, obviously, we have Carmel number one in our NCISA rankings. We have the Burlington School number two. So, those two teams have been one and two pretty much all year in our rankings – um and so that's kind of the matchup a lot of people have been you know ready to see it's like all right let's see who who, who wins this game um because i would i would imagine you know carmel along with some others like can and greensboro day like that those teams are kind of being the would be the favorites in that 4a division yep. um and then you have the burlington school in that loaded 2a division well you know along with davidson day trinity academy or raleigh um northwood temple like they're all probably fighting for that. And, you know, the Burlington School is probably going to be one of the favorites in that division as well. Um, so it, Carmel's going to go into the game 19-1. and 1. The Burlington School right now is 20-6. And, and And, you know, obviously we've mentioned it a billion times. It's just the toughest the, the, – the most difficult schedule of anybody that anybody's played this year is definitely the Burlington School. They've they played all the big boys. And props, um, to the, but-
1: props to them, too. I mean, they go on the road. They play at Moravian. They play at Combine. They play –
2: they're, South they're not, Granville the night
1: before. South Granville. They played – you know, like they're not they, – they they want these matchups. And I think that's what's cool. Um, Ryan does a good job putting those guys in situations. I just hope they don't get so tired throughout the season. So once the once the state playoffs gets there, they'll be back fresh. They probably need about two days off after they play this week for yeah. – hey, um, You know,
2: it's, it's, it's going to be – there's some really interesting matchups there. You, you, with the point guard matchup, you have Jamari versus Justin – you know, obviously, Jamari is, you know, we've talked about him, you know, multiple times on the show before and, and just how active and tough he is. I mean, he's a dog and and he's he makes them go um, and, and seeing him go against a guy like Justin. And, and they're both really at, they're both athletic. They both really push the pace and, and are really excel in the open court. But their their styles are a little bit different. Um, tell me a little bit about Justin Taylor and what makes him such a, a special prospect and and a really good basketball player.
1: Justin's just a really good basketball player. He's, he has a high basketball IQ. He runs the team. He's a good leader for that group. I think he just has complete control of the game for Carmel. I think Joe, Coach Joe Badger, has complete faith in him, and he's able to he's able to run the team. And whenever the coach has that much confidence in you to run the team, you play. It. As a point guard, you just play so much better because if you if the coach is willing to trust you and put the ball in your hands in yeah. tough situations, you're just going to continue to play with that confidence. And he, you know he he knocks down big shots. He gets other people involved. He, he's a lot more he's a lot more athletic than what people give him credit for. I mean, yeah, I think really, I think he's
2: really fast in the open court. He's and really quick,
1: he elevates he, well. He's bouncy. I mean, he's not driving the lane and punching on you, but he he is a good finisher around the rim and. I mean, if he does get an open court, he can he
2: can throw it down on you.
1: And but I think something he, about him
2: is just his – what's probably the most special thing about him is just his ability to control a game and not turn the ball over. And he doesn't get rattled. Um, you know, we talked about when they played – before their game two weeks ago when they played victory, and we talked about how that was going to be a, a big part of the game, you know, because victory, they want to speed you up and, and force turnovers. And a little bit how Jamari, defend. you know, they they try to get after it and, and force you to do stuff that you don't, you know, you're not comfortable doing. But, you know, when they played – when Justin played victory Christian, I mean, he he didn't turn the ball over. He didn't get rattled. They pressured him. He was just like, all right, I'm just going to attack this and, and beat it and and we're going to make a play. And he did that over and over again. And that's what helped them get their third, fourth quarter lead and they were able to extend it. And that's how they ended up winning the game. I thought he was really special that night. And that's going to be a really big thing, you know, if Justin can continue to do that. And, and, and that's what he does well. And I think that's going to be interesting to see how those two play out. Uh, also, you got the matchup between Ben Burnham and Coel mating, um, which is going to be fun to watch too. I mean, Ben's just – I mean, he's he's pretty special. <laughs> I mean, he plays so hard. So it's, it's going to be kind of the matchup between two of the heart not. Well with Jamari and Coel, it's gonna have I mean Jamari on one side of the ball who's one of the toughest, hardest playing guys in the state. And then you got Ben Burnham on the other side, which is gonna be crazy. But just the matchup between Coel and Ben, uh, what can you kind of expect from that one?
1: I mean, just Ben Burnham. He he's he's been spectacular all year. Um he he, he can probably the front runner for Gatorade play of the year, just how dominant he's been
2: scoring the he's ball triple double against victory.
1: Yeah, scoring the ball, blocking shots, getting rebounds. He He's one of those players that basically he slid under the radar, went through it, was great just to trust in that kid early and see something in, that a lot of people didn't see or were scared to take a risk on. And I think they're going to benefit from it next year and the next four years when they have him. But, he, I mean, he's just a special player, special talent, special kid. And then Cowell he's probably one of the top unsigned seniors in the country. And this is a great game for him just to showcase, you know, like you're going against Ben Burnham. Like this is your chance to kind of shine of like who, what level are you going to play at? A lot of schools will be watching, like what is he going to do against Ben Burnham? And I think he has the opportunity to really showcase his skill set, his athleticism, and he's going to be able to show how much, of impacts he's going to be able to make on both sides of the court.
2: Yep. And then it'll kind of, add, and then after that, obviously you have Kay Tyson for Carmel and the rest of their role, you know, the, the rest of that squad. Um, with Glenn Bynum, yeah, Glenn Bynum, you got uh, Luke, and then you also have uh, Kyle Bean. Those guys are, you know, really good in their role. They do a great job. And then also with the Burlington School, they have all the youth and, Shane Peterson recently, man, he has been incredible the last – I mean, he's been great all season for the Burlington School, but man, he's just one of those guys that always comes through and makes big-time plays. And, and, and Kyle Bean for Carmel is kind of similar to that. Like, when they need a play, somebody – you know, one of those guys for their, you know, respective teams, they seem to always come up with a big-time rebound or get a or get a steal or knock down a shot or make a play. Uh, so it's going to be interesting to see uh, some of those, how the rest of the, the squads fare out and play against one another. It's, it's, it's going to be a big-time matchup. I mean, it's, you know, like I said, I mean, it's two of the top teams in the state, and they've proven it throughout the year, you know, both with really good records, and they've, and they've beaten really good teams. Um, but that's, I mean, that's on Tuesday night. Both of those games are going to be big-time matchups. You know, a lot of Division one players on the court, I think a lot of college coaches will be tuning into both of them. Um,
1: should just, just be a, should are, just like a doubleheader. Like, you I know, know. I wish we the, could have that.
2: That would have yeah. been awesome.
1: ESPN huh. has it 7 p.m. And then the next game is at 9 p.m. It would be a great Tuesday night. Get your popcorn
2: ready. Okay. Obviously, last week there were some really big-time performances, uh, obviously with Terquavion Smith having 50 points against Trinity Academy of Raleigh. Dillingham had a really big game against uh, the Burlington school, just a more, you know, fully complete game. You know, I think he had 18 points, uh, five rebounds, five assists, six steals, something like that. So he just played well on both sides of the ball and impacted the game more ways than just scoring. Kenny Nolan was huge for Apex Friendship against uh, Fuquay Verena last week. Um, And also, you got the kid from Wayne Christian, Jay Curry, the 2022 kid. I mean, he's putting up ridiculous numbers this year. 31.4 31.4 points per game, four and a half rebounds, 3.4 assists, 1.5 steals. Uh, and, and last week he had a, a game with 52 points, five assists, five rebounds. It's, it's incredible to put up numbers like that. Obviously, he's a he's a quick guard who can really fill it up. I and mean, he can score from all three levels. I mean, he, he can get buckets. He can really shoot that ball at a high level. And he also defends. Um, but you were at the game at Farmville versus Trinity Academy, Riley, just t- – Elaborate more on how special it was to watch Traquavion Smith put up 50 and just how efficient he was that night doing it.
1: Man, he he was efficient. He's a a walking bucket. And sometimes, you know, Traquavion can force some shots here and there. But that night, I mean, he made every shot look easy. And he took smart shots. He took good shots. Coach, Coach Wilford does a tremendous job getting his guys to play the way they play. But he lets he lets him do his thing while he's out there, and I think that's what makes him so special as a coach and then Troquavian as a player, because you know, I mean, he can get buckets. I mean, any given night that dude can give you thirty, and then he made fifty look like it was super easy. And he he didn't score fifty against a terrible team. He scored fifty against a really good team that has four to five Division One players on it. And that team had, I mean. I mean, you have Tyler Gill going to Towson. You have Noah Ross who's going to play Sam Perez, Jaquan Moore. Like you know, like those guys are going to play Division One basketball. And that dude just literally just put on a show. He makes it look so easy. And you know, the, once you get it, once you get it going a little bit, that rim starts to get bigger and bigger. Especially once you, I, mean, I think he had 24 in the first half and went for 26 in the second. So. I mean, it, it was it was spectacular, the way he created yeah. the shot. And he, his handles are really good, especially getting into a shot. And he just has a cr- creative way of just getting a shot off.
2: Yeah. I think – and then also that same game, you got a chance to see I, – I, you got a chance to watch Jaquan Moore, 2023. I think he's one of the 2023s that – he's going to end up being a high major player. He has a chance to be really, really good. Um You know, 6'5", he's strong, he's athletic, and at that wing position, he can guard a lot of different positions. Like, he's strong enough to, like, get switched on and guard guys in the post. He's quick and athletic enough to guard on the perimeter. Um, He he gets to the basket. He's a really good passer. He's really unselfish. um, Can knock down the perimeter shot as well. I think his stock is going to continue to rise. It's just, you know, with Trinity, they hadn't played, but six, seven games this year. So a lot of people might not have had a chance to see him as much as some of the other kids in his class. But what would you say about him? Jaquan
1: Moore, he's just – he's so strong. He's so aggressive. He impacts the game on both sides of the ball. I mean, he's not scared to drive the lane. He can punch it on you. He has a good outside shot. I mean, I think what's good about him, too, is, like, even though he has all the athletic tools and he's an elite-level athlete and has a great frame, Like, he has such a good basketball IQ as well. Like, he's not – he makes the extra pass. He makes all the right decisions with the ball. And I think that's what's going to separate him from a lot of other players is he has, like, the total package. Like, he he can beat you from a variety of ways. He's a smart player. And he's able to just – like I said, just he's able to do all the little things to help your team win at the end of the day. Yeah.
2: And then, you know, so another guy that we had put down as one of our player of the weeks that was really, really good. And he's been good all year was Kenny Nolan at Apex Friendship. Uh, and their win against Fuquay Arena. I think he had 36 points, four rebounds, two assists, two steals. Uh, Kenny has – obviously Apex Friendship is undefeated right now. They're having a really good season. And Kenny's really leading the way. He's scoring the ball at a high level. He's shooting the ball. He's, you know, he's scoring 23 points a game roughly, I believe. He's shooting in the 80s. From the foul line, high 80s from the foul line. He's shooting in the 50s from the field and 40s from the three. Yeah, 40s from the three. I had to give him a hard time because I was like, man, you you should be in the 50, 40, 90 club. You're like <laughs> you're a couple, per, you know, percentage points too low in the foul shots. But that that's really impressive shooting the ball. And I think I was I saw something that his effective field goal shooting percentage was like in the 60s you know, when they factor in all of it. So he's he's been really efficient all year, and and he's a guy that a lot of schools should have on their radar. He's a high academic kid, high IQ player. He makes shots. He handles it. He's quick. Yeah, he can get to the basket. He can find guys. Um, but what's most impressive about him on the on the court, I think, and sometimes this might get lost because you know people know he can shoot it. He can he can make plays on the offense end, but he's an outstanding defender. He really guards the ball. I think he's he's obviously, in my opinion, he's one of the best defenders in the state, and and it's and he does it, and he's so disciplined, and he doesn't gamble, and he still comes up with steals. He's always in position. He he understands help side defense. He understands how to be in his gap, and then when the ball is thrown to his man, doesn't matter who he's going against, whether it's a high level player or whoever it might be, they really have a tr- they really have trouble getting by him because he knows how to use his angles, and he stays in front. He's strong enough to cut him off and use his chest and keep him in front. Um, you know, he's, he's one of the guys, I think, in that 2021 class in North Carolina whose recruitment should be a lot more active and a lot higher than what it is right now. Um, any school that's, you know, higher, high academic school should be all over him. No brainer. Um, but I, I think he's going to have – you know, he's going to continue to have a really big year uh, for Apex Friendship.
1: No, I totally agree. I mean he's he's a great great player. And he, he's gonna impact the game in so many ways at the next level. I mean he can defend, he can score it. Kenny Nolan's having a heck of a senior year. So who 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 who's your pick this week? Um
2: I'm gonna have to go. Let's see. I'm gonna go back to let's, man. You got me, man. That's always there's always so many really good players. I think and that are have been playing well all season. And just North Carolina's just so loaded of talent. I think there's, you know, we we've kind of gone through all these guys. I'm gonna go uh-huh. with sleeper pick this week. Okay, so just giving you a heads up,
1: I'm going to go with your dad, Rick Lewis, alma mater. I'm gonna go with Jackson Hawkins. A lot of people. Needs to get on people's radars. Man, I had 28 points the other day and just beat the 3A um, number one seed in West Rowan the other day. They had yep. two, two, two games this week on Tuesday, Tuesday and Friday. And honestly, if they win these two games, they're going to be put, put up against West Rowan and uh, play for the uh,
2: conference championship and get them in the States. Yep. I mean, he had a good summer, I call, it, with uh, Carolina Riptide. Tremendous. No, oh, he was great. I think, you know, now we've talked about it some more. I think the guy I'm going to go with for player of the week, I'm going to go with Nolan Hodge out of Northern Guilford. Uh, we I think we, we ranked him number 23 in our 2022 class, and I, he has a chance to really continue to improve. Um, he is six five, and he's so skilled, has a high IQ. He can really play. Had a good summer this year for uh, for the Gators. Um, he can really shoot it from the outside, and he's an excellent passer. Has a tremendous feel for the game. Just picked up the uh, offer from North Carolina a but he also hold, holds offers from Duquesne and Old Dominion. Uh, so I, I really expect his stock to continue to rise, and I think he's going to continue to have a big week. I think he's averaging what, 22, 23 points a game. and. He's probably—I don't know if it's off the top of my head—but it's probably 20 plus five and five at least. Just the, I mean, I know he's a really good player, really skilled, but I, I fully expect him to have another big week. He's had an incredible year, and they got a big game Tuesday night as well uh, against Person. So Northern's obviously undefeated, and expect them to make a push at their you know their state playoff run as well. But there you have it, folks. Again. Lewis brothers podcast uh, we appreciate you guys tuning in and look forward to you guys uh, listening next week
0: when my friends go it' was simple when there is no switch the tempo I got right I got a heart I't die I'm a fight I go down better I strike I go hard day and night
1: yeah I go hard day and night